China warns about a second pandemic. Ken and Karen defend their homes with their guns. And are they Democrats? And Cuomo wants Trump to go full fascist and make an executive order requiring everybody to wear masks. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. So in St. Louis, this couple came out to defend their property from Black Lives Matter protesters. It looks like a scene from Ozark. (laughs) Word on the street is that they're actually Democrats. And they're actually defending a police brutality victim. We're going to get into more of the story right after this video plays out. So I'm going to comment below if you support their right to defend their property and themselves. So this is the full story. Uh, turns out the protesters actually broke through the gates uh, and they were threatening to burn the house down and to kill them, at least according to uh, the people holding the guns, whatever their names are, Mark and Patricia. Um, they're getting also called, what, uh, Ken and Karen. So uh, we're going to go through some of the facts. Another video shared has been available showed Patty McCallister holding a gun straight at passing by protesters. There's a video. She's just threatening them, telling them, back off, get out of here, pointing the gun at them. And this is not a public sidewalk. This is a private community that they barge through. And this is a very nice, expensive house. And they're white. They're obviously a target. Um... Uh, they're lawyers. Well, at least one of them's a lawyer. I know that. The, uh, they bought their million-dollar home in Portland at Portland Place uh, in February 1988. It looks like a beautiful place. These people got some money. So this is live stream footage, and you can clearly see uh, STL Black Lives Matter mob entering through the gate into a private community. This is not a public sidewalk. So yeah, they went through into a private community. I bet you now there's probably tons of security, and now they're there. Because apparently they were going to protest at the mayor's mansion. Um, But these people were just not having it. Don't don't bring your BS here. So the couple had been married since 1985 and run a law center. Okay, pretty pretty useless information. Uh, Here we go. Mark has been an attorney since 1986, represents a victim of police brutality. Um, Patricia is originally from PA and studied at Penn State before attending SMU Law School. Uh, the McHousers were given meme treatment on Twitter. Uh, okay, so let's go into a little bit more. This looks like the end scene of one of those crime movies. Turns out this is this is something that I've, I've been seeing floating around. That they're actually Democrat donors. I do know that they actually did make a statement saying that they do support Black Lives Matter. But I heard, I, I only know of this because some really high profile people were posting about it and people who I trust their information. Uh, but the only people saying that it's not true are just left wing troll accounts. So take from that. Uh, what you will. And and it's funny watching the left absolutely lose their mind at Ken and Karen uh, at the Black Lives Matter riots who are about to literally giving them threats to burn down their house. Uh, This is what the Democrats want. They want you to be unarmed and they don't want the police there to protect you. They don't want that. They want mob rule. They want to have their hate mobs overthrow everything. And that's what they're, because you know why? This is the deep state agenda. They want to create massive civil unrest. 
And right now, the left is ripping apart these innocent, this innocent couple for just standing there and defending themselves. And guess what? If they were Democrats, I could guarantee you right now that they are never going to vote Democrat ever again in their entire life because the treatment that they're getting from the media, the treatment that they're getting from celebrities and left-wing hate mobs. And I bet you right now their threats are now through the roof. And I, I hope that they have private security surrounding their mansion now for their own safety. But th- this, this mob, this is what's going to happen. You, you could only burn down so many cities and so many towns before patriots start showing up at their front door with their guns ready to blow your freaking heads off. And rightfully so, to be honest. If they were to storm... <laughs> I mean, wh- whose side are you going to be on? If they were to storm that house to burn it down and to harm them, I'm, I'm on the side of the... Ken and Karen. I hope you are too. Listen to Cuomo say that Trump should mandate everybody to wear masks through an executive order. Comment below if you think Trump should make such a fascist order. Listen to this. The White House has been in denial on virus from the get-go. Uh, and the federal response has just been wrong. That's not a political... The federal response. What was the federal response? States, do your thing. States. You make you make the decisions. Your state's rights, you did the decisions. So Cuomo's literally complaining about leaving this responsibility up to me for me to run my own state. Statement, if you look at the facts, that's exactly what... Look at the facts. I hate this mother effer. Keeps on saying, look at the facts. The facts are you murdered people by shipping them into nursing homes, you freak. But it says you have... Coronavirus increasing in 32 states across the nation. The rate of increase is... Why is it increasing? Because more testing. Because people are actually going to the hospitals now because the economies are opening up. Because there's massive Black Lives Matter protests and riots going on. Maybe that's why it's increasing, you damn fool. Only getting worse. Uh, and a number of excuses have been... No more excuses. This this is the guy who said that, oh, people that are blaming me for the deaths in nursing homes, they're just playing politics. That's an excuse, and that's a poor BS excuse. I can't stand these fucking people. ...made for this over the past weeks uh, to further the denial. First, uh, they said, well, it's because they're doing more testing, and that's why the number of infections are going up. Not true. Because the number of hospitalizations are also going up. Why are people in the hospital? Because the economy is opening back up and people just naturally need to go to the hospital. ICU rooms and ICU beds are typically near capacity almost all the time, especially in the big cities. So why are hospitalizations increasing? Because people are getting hit by cars. People are getting into car accidents. People are having heart attacks. People are getting sick naturally. People are have postponed illnesses that they didn't get checked out because they were afraid to go to the hospital because of the lockdowns. So things are returning to normal. That's why hospitalizations are increasing. When we're on lockdowns, hospital was literally at at zero capacity. The White House has been saying reopen fast. Real quick, I want you guys to send this to your dumb, idiotic COVID-19 doomsday, we must go on lockdown friends because there's something that's not clicking in their fucking brains because that's good for the economy. And we have to get the economy going. Yes, we have to get the economy going, but reopening fast was not good for the economy. We do need to get the economy open because you want to know what? If we have a Great Depression, more people will die from the Great Depression than from this virus. What has been happening is 
when that virus spikes, the market goes down, not up. You see, this is what the Democrats always do. They always like to conflate the two. Oh, you, you want to just keep the economy open for profits, for money, for the economy, for the market. One, yes. Two, but why? It's not for our own pockets. It's because we, we have a very delicate, balanced economy. We need to balance the, We need to make sure the economy's going. Because what, what, how does the economy help us? Uh, one, medical treatment. Um, being able to afford housing, being able to afford food, being able to provide for your family, being able to survive. That's why the economy is important. That's why the market is important. That's why having jobs is important. Because that is our, our equals, uh, ecosystem. That is kind of like our food chain. We don't go out and hunt and eat deer. Granted, some people do. But the overwhelming majority of this country needs to go back to work to put food on the table to pay for their medical treatment. This was not a smart policy to rush reopen. How many homeless people die on the street because they could they had to get evicted? We don't want that to happen. We don't want mass exodus of people getting evicted from their homes, living on the streets, and dying from uncovid nineteen related illnesses because we're in a great depression. Open. It did not help the economy. It's the exact opposite. The president can do two things. First, sign an executive order directing everyone to wear a mask. Uh, why? Why? Why don't the states just do that? Why don't you do it? By the way, wearing a mask is going to stop this pandemic. So stop with your stupid nonsense thinking, put a mask on, put a mask on. It's going to stop the spread. Listen, the only way out of this is herd immunity. So get your fucking head out of your fucking asses. Wearing a mask is going to stop anybody from getting sick. If you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. A vaccine months to years away. The only way out of this is herd immunity. Guess what? Newsflash. Turns out 25 million plus people in America have already been, already got sick based on some antibody testing. We're nearing herd immunity. And that's what we need. We need to get herd immunity. We're just pro prolonging this thing and, and drawing it out. And guess who the only people that are dying from this virus are? Literally old, sick, dying people that are already dying from nursing homes. Cuomo, you should know a lot about the nursing homes. But me? Go to virusdeathrate.com. My chances of dying from COVID-19 is 0.00013%. I think I could do fine without a mask. And if you are scared, you put a fucking mask on. If you are scared, you stay home. But people like me, we're ready to go out. We're ready to contribute to society again. And then let the president lead by example and let the president put a mask on it. One, Trump actually did wear a mask a few times. So huh. why, why would Trump need to wear a mask? If everybody around him is being tested 24-7 and he knows everything clean, this is the president. The president doesn't need to cuck out and wear a mask all the time. Qu Cuomo, where, where's your fucking mask? You're yelling at Trump saying he needs to wear a mask. Where's your mask? Did, you, did, did Cuomo sign an, an executive order for his state requiring everyone to mask, wear a mask in public? I wouldn't be surprised. He's a fascist. So, I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm sick of it. I'm sorry for my cousin. I'm sorry. I don't want to cuss, but there are certain feelings that you just need to get out. Now, look at this. This is, I believe, the New York City data. And this is saying age, number of, number of deaths, and share of the death percentage. And then it goes underlying conditions, uh, unknown, and whatever. So 
ages 0 to 17, nine people died. And this is with. This is not because. This is with COVID-19. Nine people died from under the age of 17, and six of them had pre-underlying conditions. So I don't, when you're, seven, you're under 17, I don't know what kind of severe underlying conditions you could have. But if anything, it resulted in a death. So it must have been pretty serious if you're that young. 18 to 44. Now that's pretty much the contributing age of society, the work age, uh, the going out age. And you're really contributing between 18 and 44 years old. 600 deaths, which is about 4% of the share of deaths. And literally almost every single one of those people to die had underlying conditions or unknown. Then when you get a little bit older, 45 to 64, which is uh, about 3.4 thousand deaths, which accounted for 22% of the share, 2.8 thousand of those had underlying conditions. So that could have been heart attack, cardiac arrest, uh, cancer. Then when you get older, 65 to 74, uh, attributed for 25% of the share, 3.7 thousand, obviously more underlying conditions, only five of them without. Then when you get to 75 plus, Almost 50% of the deaths were from 75 plus. Only two of them were known to have no underlying conditions. That's just known. They probably did have a condition. I don't know how you can be 75 without a serious. So literally, the COVID-19 deaths are literally coming from old age and other pre-existing mortalities. Anybody who's not seeing this stuff needs to get this through their thick effing skull stop believing the media stop believing the bs that these democrat politicians are telling you just stop it and even if even if you believe COVID 19 is doomsday don't blame reopening bars for such doomsday when you guys supported protests and riots and parades, pride parades, Black Lives Matter protests. When you promote these protests that have people come out by the thousands, the tens of thousands in some cases, and they're standing shoulder to shoulder, and then a week later, there's a spike in cases. Don't attribute that to opening bars and restaurants because you fafangu. <laughs> don't attribute that bullshit. Please don't. And when the only people dying are 75 plus or 65 plus, if we're going to go into that, I don't think those are the people even going to the protests. They should be the ones that be quarantined, if anything. Quarantine nursing homes. Don't ship COVID-19 patients into them. If you want to even... I'll give you that. I'll say, you know what? COVID-19 could be very deadly, potentially, to old people with pre-existing conditions. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. So let's isolate them. Let's put all of our resources into caring for them. And us, healthy young individuals, us contributing members of society, let's keep the gears turning in the world. Let's get that herd immunity up so this way grandma and grandpa can leave the cellar and come back out and join society because the virus has been eradicated through herd immunity. This is not a theory. I'm not a freaking scientist. I'm not a doctor. And even I can see this. You want to know why? Because I know how to read. I know how to analyze situations. I know how to read graphs. I know how to follow trend lines. You don't need a medical degree. There are so many epidemiologists that are... I'm, I'm on epidemiologist Twitter 
And I'm just seeing the inconsistencies in these freaking scientists, doctors, whatever you would call them. And I'm watching the inconsistencies between each one of their posts. And it doesn't, you don't need a degree to realize bullshit. You don't need a bullshit degree. It's not for a political agenda. People are stupid. You need to realize that most people in this world are stupid. People of power, people in charge, for the most part, are absolutely stupid. Now developing a new swine flu strain, G4EAN1N1 discovered in China has pandemic potential. It looks like China has saw the Democrats destroy America from the first pandemic and a second one will finish the job. Comment below if you think the Democrats are going to start to use this to keep indefinite lockdown. So Chinese researchers, all of a sudden China wants to help us out and give us a warning. Chinese researchers warn of new swine flu strain that with human pandemic potential. I wonder if it even went, it probably didn't even go to humans yet. But isn't that weird that all of a sudden China wants to be the first to tell us about a pandemic? It's almost like they watched us destroy our own economy and wants to keep fueling this unrest, this economic unrest, so they can get ahead. And guess what? The Democrats are buying into this shit. It's almost like the, the Democrats want us to be a third world nation. So researchers say that the virus is a blend of similar strains found in Europe and Asian birds. The H1N1 strand that caused the 2009, pan 2009 pandemic in North America, H1N1. At least two cases of G4 infections of humans have been documented, but the virus cannot be transmitted from person to person. While influenza viruses often jump from pigs to humans, researchers say G4 inclusive of genes from the uh, 2009 H1N1 pandemic may promote the virus adaptation, allowing for human-to-human -human transmission. So it didn't even go from human-to-human -human yet, but it could potentially uh, mutate and evolve and start to jump from human-to-human. -human. A strain of flu that has become prevalent in pigs in China can be passed to humans, could become another pandemic and needs to be closely monitored, according to researchers behind a new study. The study pub published Monday in the journal proceeding, so it's just, it's just a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of BS that, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if the deep state is working with China, and if that's part of the same thing. I'm still trying to figure that out, if, if this is part of the deep state plan, if, if the deep state is run by China. It's possible. When we're, when we're digging into who is the deep state, we know it, that the deep state's actions are being carried out by the Democrats. We know that for a fact. But it's who who is fully running the deep state? Is it Soros in cahoots with China? Is it China in cahoots with Russia? Is it Russia in cahoots with... You know what I mean? Or is it this whole big globalist thing? Comment below what you think. I'm sure you guys have done more research when it comes to that. But it looks like at least it's one of the two. China is definitely throwing that out there just to, to keep the unrest going because they're they're wreaking the benefits from this. They want us to borrow more money from them and throw it into our economy. They want this because they know eventually it's going to catch up and destroy us. Listen, the White House press secretary destroy the media, and I want you to comment below if you think she's a savage. I just want to be clear. There are congressional leaders who are being briefed on the Russia situation, but the president has still not been briefed on the situation. Look, this has been asked and answered. The president is briefed on verified intelligence. And how does he know, if he hasn't been briefed, how is he certain that Russia didn't put out these bounties? 
The President is briefed on verified intelligence, and again, I would just point you back to the absolutely irresponsible decision of The New York Times to falsely report that he was briefed on something that he, in fact, was not briefed on. Um, and I really think that it's time for The New York Times to step back and ask themselves why they've been wrong, so wrong, so often. The New York Times falsely claimed Paul Manafort asked for polling data to be passed along to Oleg, Oleg Deripaska before having to issue a correction. In June of 2017, The New York Times falsely wrote all 17 intel agencies had agreed on Russian interference before having to issue a correction that it was only four agencies. In 2017, February of that year, New York Times published a story claiming Trump campaign aides had repeated contacts with Russian intelligence, which even James Comey has said was almost entirely wrong, New York Times. New York Times published a column in March of 2019 by a former Times executive editor that asserted the Trump campaign in Russia had an overarching deal that the quit of help in the campaign against Hillary for the quo of a new pro-Russian foreign policy. That's what we call the Russia hoax, which was investigated for three years with taxpayer dollars before ultimately getting an exoneration in the Mueller report. It is inexcusable, the failed Russia reporting of the New York Times. And I think it's time that the New York Times and also the Washington Post hand back their Pulitzers. She's a savage. And and she always comes prepared. And that, that's why I, I love her. <laughs> I want to marry her. <laughs> but you know what? That That's what we need. I'm so glad that she's the press secretary because she just slams the media. The media, the, she, she does this to them all the time. And she's prepared because she knows the questions that they're going to ask. And she just hits them right back. She goes, okay, we're going to go out there and talk about this. I know they're going to ask me a question about this, this, and this, and this. So I got my prepared responses of headlines and reporting that they did that contradicts themselves and makes them look bad. That's why you study for a test. That's why you come prepared. I don't, I need to start preparing for my podcast shows because I just go in on the whim. <laughs> I just pull up a few tweets that I made throughout the day that I didn't make because I'm banned on Twitter. And then I just, I just ramble on on my podcast. That's, I don't write the show. The show is just my, off the top of my head. Maybe I'll start writing it. Let me know your thoughts. By the way, before this episode ends, I just want to say yesterday I did a video talking about the Confederacy and how I don't mind removing the Confederate symbol from state flags because I think that's a treasonous part of our history. And I can go on, but that's just a quick example. I just want to say thank you to the people in the comments who respectfully disagreed and talked about why they disagree. Uh, I do not like seeing us Republicans and conservatives in comment threads literally turning into irrational liberals when they see something that they disagree with. And the people who unfollowed me and the people who disliked me, listen, I have people in my comments section that would be watching every one of my videos, agreeing with every one of my videos, liking all my videos. As soon as I have one opinion that's a little bit different than from what they think, they literally turn, some of them, turn into fucking freaks in the comments. F you, F you, F you, I can't believe you. Know, I, used to, I used to like your show. Now I hate it. Why, because I have one opinion that's a little bit different than yours? I don't support the destruction of history for the sake of rewriting history, no. Don't equate that. I'm not trying to refute anything because that's there's, no, there's not time for a debate. It's my podcast and I'm just solely speaking to a camera. So it's not a debate. I'm just saying thank you for the people who respectfully disagreed and gave why they disagree. And I'm not thankful for the people who just went 
full-on blown irrational and unfollowed and disliked and commented some irrational BS, making themselves look like liberals. That's all I'm saying. Don't don't be somebody in the comments section that freaks out because one of my opinions, the point zero one percent of my opinions, you disagree with. Okay, I don't want to have to be afraid to speak on that point one zero percent without losing a big chunk of my followers. We're better than this. We're better than that. We're about discussion. We're about talking. We're about changing our minds. We don't need to be stuck in a certain way. But yeah, thank you for the people who were respectful. Peace out. If you support my show and want to help support me financially, the left has been actively trying to destroy my life financially. So if you can please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. A link should be in the description. If you could become a Patreon and contribute any amount, that will go a long way to help me out. Thank you so much.